So we'll see. But yeah, it's it is a great feeling to go to dinner by yourself. I just don't want to start resenting going to dinner with other people because I am. Yeah, I literally think the only place I go by myself is the Asian buffet up the street from my house. Oh yeah, because there's yeah, that's like it's like Walmart in there. There's oh, okay. all kinds of people, so I feel like I could be comfortable eating there. So maybe maybe my first time eating by myself ever in my life will be at Asian buffet. Do it. Like yeah. beauty fades. It really does. Exactly. So I was, so for me, instead of going happy medium, I went complete opposite end of the spectrum where I was like, you know what? We're going to kind of just ignore looks and we're going to go completely for personality and humor and all those things. I feel like I'm now trying to find that balance. Right. Well, what's up besties? If you didn't know, and now you know, you are listening to Big T Energy with your host, Tiffany Hart. Tara and I are back and we have some major life updates for you all, as well as touching on some of those hypothetical crazy questions like, if your man was cheating on you, but you didn't know, would you stay with him? Stuff like that. We also ask each other, is love truly blind or do you need some sort of attraction at the end of the day? And at the end of the episode, we help out one of our fellow BTE babes with some advice on whether or not she should move on after being in a relationship for over seven years. We are so damn happy to be back. Let's do this. It's how I had to be. As a capacity, flipping my gravity. Always with the drama, so you win an academy. Should have listened to my mama when he said he was bad for me. Could have been savagery. All your friends had to me. Yo, bitch. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. Did you really say bitch? Did, did you really you? say bitch? But did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said bitch. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that Key and Peele skit, by the way, go fucking watch it right now. Key and Peele is possibly one of the funniest things I've ever watched. Aren't they? I feel like everyone and their mom has seen the one that's like, hey, hey, Ron. Yo. <laughs> oh, Shaq Hennessy's office. The nice. Like, if you haven't seen that one, like yep. I showed my parents have seen that. Come right. on. So, I don't think mine have. I might have to do that. Yeah, do yourself a little favor. Take it. Just take one little break from the podcast. It's the only time we'll tell you to like turn it off for a second. Go watch right. those videos and then come back and join us. You won't regret it. <laughs> no, you'll thank us later. Don't worry. I know. You guys are probably wondering where the fuck you been. That's a oh, good question. Man. Well, first of all, we had some amazing guests on, and when I was in Shot Show, and of course, I wanted to get those out right away for you all, like right away. But two, Tara and I have just been uh, living that life, you know, like something like that. It's something <laughs> like that. So, Tara, what the fuck is, is been going on with you? Give me a, give us an update. Oh, wow. I don't even know where to start. Um, I mean, I kind of gave a hint to my Instagram following the other day about, hey, I have something to say. So this is going to be the first time anyone out of my circles hearing it. Um, but I'm I'm moving. I'm moving and starting a new career, and I'm so excited. I Dude. am so excited. There's so much good about to happen for you. I love it. Yeah, so um, I'm actually moving to Hawaii in less than a month, or a little, I think it's a little bit over. No, no, it's actually less than a month now. Um, and then Walter and I are getting married April 11th. Much sooner than anticipated. Much, uh, just a, you know, a couple months. You do, well, excuse me. 
you do realize we're in March, right? It's March 6th. Bitch, that is like a month away. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you do realize that, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess. I That's don't know. Month, it's a month and five days away. I know. It honestly started to become a lot more real. I went to go get my wedding dress altered yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally leaving so soon and I'm literally getting married so soon. And I'm telling you, like I am up to my head, which isn't very high because I'm only five four in boxes, <laughs> and that's all my life consists of right now is work and packing. Because apparently, apparently, unbeknownst to me, I have a lot of stuff. Dude, don't I've, you realize that when you pack? Yeah, I... and I feel like I have bags and bags already to get rid of, and I'm like, where did all this crap come from? So I was an idiot and decided to reserve a 15 foot U-Haul truck. Right. Because I just moved my ass from Georgia to, to Nashville. Yep. Bitch, I got a 26 foot truck. <laughs> was, I had to because when I looked at the 15 footer, I was like, this is no. And it was packed to the brim. Really? To the brim. Now, granted, I didn't have the guys like take down and like disassemble all my shelves for like the business. Like I just had okay. to keep it up. Okay. So that takes up a lot of room, especially because they didn't pack them full. Right. But still, like it was. You could barely shut the truck door. So there was that. So yeah, believe me, I was in the exact same position. Like, oh, I don't have that much stuff. Leaving well, the now, packing to last minute. Yeah. Yeah, I would never do that. I would, I yeah. would not leave anything to last minute because that would freak me. I'm already freaking out. Like, I still have a month to go and I'm still freaking out. But yeah, I guess by I the time... The yeah, by the time I, like, closed on the house and then came back from Mexico... It was, yeah. Then I, that's when I started packing, but it was slowly but surely. Do you know what I mean? Right. So there was a right. bulk of it left to the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like as soon as I knew the plan, I kind of just got, got it all together and started packing slowly but surely. I mean, my weekends are full of packing. I have so much packing done, but I still have so much to do. So I, I hate know. packing. I'm never doing this again. I'm not well, moving myself. Well, be, here's what's funny is like being in the military, you would think too that you would get so immune to like tr to moving, but you just don't like you're just, right. you become probably a little bit more self-sufficient at it. But I don't think anyone enjoys moving. If, and if there's any sick motherfuckers out there who who enjoy it, like good to good on you, because I hate it. <laughs> I Well, you know, here's the thing, though. I've moved a lot, but I've also always gotten rid of everything I own besides my clothes and like some like one or two pieces of furniture. Yeah. So now I'm keeping my entire house basically. The plus side of moving is getting rid of all of the junk, like getting rid then, of the clutter. Yeah. Yeah. But then also realizing how much money I've spent on things that I don't use. That too. I'm kind of like butthurt about that, but whatever. That's my, that's my closet girl. Like a hundred percent. I went, I went through it and I was like, ew, why did I wear these? And why did I buy these? I've, and there was things still with tags on it. Yep. I literally just packed some stuff that had still had tags on it. I was like, oh, I forgot about this. Because to be fair, I mean, my closet's not small at my current house, but it's like a lot smaller than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like everything's, I have so many clothes that everything's jam packed in there. So I forget about things. And I heard about this hack one time about turning your hangers um, the opposite way. And if you wear it, then you turn it like the right way. So you'll basically put your hangers backwards to start. Oh, and then so when you wear it, you put it the right way. And so then you're more aware of what you're wearing and what you're not. 
and it helps I you get rid of things. Shit. Yeah, I'm me too. <laughs> but that's not on purpose because I've gotten some really cute stuff. And as I'm packing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I bought this. Like, yeah. One, I, I do own a boutique, so I bring home clothes literally all the time. Yeah. But I also like love having new outfits because I really hate wearing things like more than three times. Besides True. jeans and stuff. But um, I love having my staples though. Oh, for like, sure, for sure. That's the thing. I feel like that's all I buy now are things that I can wear with everything else. That makes right, sense. Right. Right. And that's kind of how I've transitioned into it as well. But Man, I just, I really just hate this moving crap and I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. But there's so much good to look forward to. So you have the wedding coming up. Yep. And then you're, so you're moving to Hawaii and then you're going to, you're going to have a new job. I am. I'm actually going to be going to esthetician school. I'm so like, I love this. I love it. I'm so excited. Like I, I really was very terrified for the past couple of months with, you know, moving and not having a job and not really knowing what I want to do. I mean, I'm good at social media, but I had to like really think to myself, is that really what I want to do the rest of my life? And that answer mm-hmm. was no. So I, I was brainstorming and I was praying a lot and just being like, God, please just give me something to do. Like I am not a stagnant person. I don't, I could, you know, Props to everyone that can stay home. And I know that stay-at-home moms are extremely busy. I could not do that. I have to be doing, doing like, something that is not that. Yeah. Um. So I am, yeah, I'm going to esthetician school. Going to get, gonna get uh, all schooled up on the skincare thing. I already love skincare to death. So I think it'll be something that, you know, you love your job. You'll never work a day in your life. And I really feel like that's the case for this because I do it for fun. I give people advice for fun and it's, it's now just time to make it my career. So we'll see where it goes. So so skincare, like Botox, filler, hydrofacials, microderm, like what's it called? Micro microdermabrasion. It won't be the fillers. That's a a nurse thing only. Okay. Um, I mean, who knows? You'll work in a place with that though, right? I will. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So I feel like, so Tara's, pretty soon going to be our like our in resident expert on all this stuff and if we have any of you guys especially me have any questions boom <laughs> i'll go to our go-to gal you know yeah i mean it, it'd be really helpful because i'll still be like educating you while i'm still like refreshing my memory so we'll do skincare sundays or something like that dude and i'll take it all i can get you know what i mean i got you tiff you know what i'm saying so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of change really fast, um, but we all know that I just kind of pedal to the metal things. I don't do anything half-assed, so we're just going for it. I'll only be in Hawaii for a couple months, yeah. and then we'll head to wherever, you know, the husband's military career takes us next. So I'm just going to be hopping around, like, per the usual. I've been in Texas for two years now, so it's time for this gypsy to fly again. Yeah, you're just like, well, on to the next adventure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you feel, does it feel weird at all to you? Just out of curiosity that you'll be like kind of following him around in his career and trying to make that work or no? Um, or is it something that you're like, you know what? I love him. I'm willing to do it. It's fine. Or cause I'm like, I was, I did both, you know? Right, right. I, I'm like on the fence about it. Obviously, like I'm going to support him in whatever he wants to do. So, yes, I'm obviously very OK with it. I'm willing to do it. But at the same time, it's like, well, what if we end up in like a really crappy place and mm-hmm. I can't like there's no jobs for me. That just scares me. But I also know like 
God's got me. So yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to worry about it too much and just take life as it comes. Yeah. So that's true. That'll be good. It just got it's me, a whole it's, it's a whole different here this world. Far. Yeah. It's no, a I know, whole but it's, I'm just world. saying it's a whole different world though, because like I don't. I mean, I'm sure other occupations do that as well. Oh, for sure. I feel like the military is a little bit more prevalent in that. Right. 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 Yeah. Then, I know a ton of people who relocate for their jobs and their significant others follow. So it's like the same, same, but different. I also know. We don't have a choice. <laughs> true. I also know couples, married couples who re- had to relocate and one's living in one state and one's living in another state because of uh, one wants to be by family one doesn't want to give up that job opportunity because it's not as like lucrative as being there. And like, they're just, they will spend certain years apart until they can be back t- together again. Yeah. After doing two years of distance, I'm not doing that. So I'll no, go no, no. wherever he goes. Yeah. So, but essentially you guys kind of did. Yeah. You know, I mean, we basically did it. That. I got, you know, the, the great job here and I just couldn't pass that up, you know? Yeah. But then everything's going to go, then you're going to be together now. Yeah, now we're finally going to be together. Two years is a long time to be apart. It so, is a long time. Um, but we made it work. And if you guys like honestly have any questions on that, I'm all ears and have tons of advice. So does Tiff. Tiff's done oh, a lot long of long distance, distance too. That's all my relationships, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's going to be weird to finally be with him again and yeah. live life I think it'd be him. good and weird. Good and weird. It's yeah. all wrapped up He in just better one. put the toilet seat down because if I fall in the toilet, I'm going to be pissed. Oh my God. If he if you fall in the toilet, he better take a picture and send it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> He will too. You know him. I know. He <laughs> likes to take pictures of me falling. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I know too, you were not in SHOT Show because you wanted to go visit a friend, right? Right. And like, so I just want to ask you this really quick. So you were with her and her baby. I was. Did you get baby fever after this vacation? Ab- or? Absolutely not. <laughs> that poor little guy, like he just had some tummy issues and man, oh. I just, no, absolutely not. I always <laughs> wonder because sometimes like when you spend time with other people's babies, you're like, you know what? It really isn't that bad. Like uh, the baby was cool. I could give it back to its mother. It's fine. And then other times it's just like a complete turn off or in your case, just maybe a reminder that you don't want kids. <laughs> Well, it's not that I don't want kids. I just don't want them anytime in the near future. Okay. Um, okay. Like, but then I also don't want to be like really old, I guess. And I, I don't know if there's a stigma behind being like an older mom, but I just, I don't know. I don't want to be like 60 and my kids like 10. Cause I actually had a friend well, yeah. in middle school that she was, we were like 10, 12 years old maybe. And her parents were literally my grandparents' age. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. That's scary. I think it depends. Like, I mean, for me, okay. So me, for example, like, obviously I don't want to be, I don't want that either. Cause I want to be around as much as I can in my children's life or child or whatever, if I have kids. Right. So to me, like, obviously I want to have them younger. There's no way in hell that I will be settling down with anyone to make that happen though. Number one, number two, would I totally have a kid on my own, like through um, an egg, do- like not an egg donor, because I'm an egg. <laughs> the sperm donor, right? Like, yeah. Or even if, yeah, if I was asked, that, that, I'd probably much rather go the sperm donor down right? than like ask some guy to be like, yeah, would you want to have sex and then never talk to me again? <laughs> That'd be a really awkward conversation, but I actually have heard of that happening. 
It happens. A hundred percent it happens. So, but I would have to make that like, first I would want to do it when I'm established, like when I'm feeling like I'm ready, which of course I don't think anyone's ever ready, but yeah, I wouldn't want it to be like super old. Yeah. I I mean, you know, people have their preferences. I've seen women having kids when in their forties. Sure. I just don't want to be that mom. Yeah. Well, 40s still is, I think 40s is still young, but that's just me. Um, but at the same time too, like you do get into the high risk pregnancy after 35. Right. Well, yeah, exactly that. And you know, I just, with all the infertility things happening right now and all these like women having so much trouble and like literally my heart goes out to anybody who's struggling with infertility right now. I feel like it's just what's happening. And that's also what makes me not want to wait a long time. Cause what if it takes a long time? Oh, but believe me, that's I was scary. in that boat. I know. I I know. I don't even know how long we were trying two years or something like that. Right. And like all the and like, by the way, too, like you have to try for a long time before you can seek out help for it. Because if you go to them and say like, hey, we've tried to like have a kid a few times, like in a few months and it hasn't worked. They're going to be like, "Okay, come back a year later and then tell us how it's going. Right. So essentially, we didn't seek out help to like after a year ish plus. Right. And then once, cause I was like older and he was older, they were like, okay, well let's like do some tests. And then like, you're running through every test. Like they're checking your ovaries. They're making sure your fallopian tubes are clear. And then they're checking your hormones and everything else. There were so many tests that they did on me, but there's only one they do on the guys, which is crazy. Is it? But if you really think about it though, there's really only one test for them. Almost. They just got to see if there's swimmers in the sack. True. Well, yeah, so yeah, and how their swimmers are performing. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's only on their sperm when there's yeah. like a million other things that could be wrong with us. Another yeah, reason well, being a woman is unfair and it's rude. <laughs> it's fucking really rude sometimes. But yeah, so there's that. I was just curious if changing if like going changed your mind on anything. So. No, no, it didn't. If anything, it made me want to hold off a little longer. Yeah, because because that would be my luck that my child would be like that as well. And let me tell you something. I really have no patience. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, oh, it's different when it's your kid, ma'am. I don't have patience when my dog whines. Okay, like, no, I know. I do hear people say that all the time. It's different when it's your child. Like, yeah, I can actually yell at it now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, but I don't know. Um, Well, that's good. So there's a lot of good things going on in your life a lot of great changes yeah there's a lot of great and I'm so excited I just it's it's gonna be a wild ride and I can't wait to you know bring you guys along with me because it's gonna be fun I know but uh, it's but there's I don't know I used to always be afraid of change but now I look at it as like such a great thing just to embrace yeah yeah especially when it's so positive like in this instance like everything is just for the good or it's gonna be great when it happens and like all this so like that just i don't know just it's gonna be a good time yeah i agree well there's been a lot of changes in my end i think we'll get to some of the bigger ones towards the yeah. end and everything um actually in fact we might just get towards some of the bigger ones on another episode completely the one right after this um but you guys all know i was in mexico had a blast so- got a rage and sunburn Oh my gosh. Okay. So I got the cutest swimsuits on Sheen. I don't, by the way, like people pronounce it different all the time. It's like Sheen, Shine, Sheen. Like, how do you pronounce it? Is it Sheen? I, I don't know. I do Sheen. 
Oh, see, see, people say Shein too. Okay, anyway, well, I got it on that that site, and I got this really cute swimsuit that made my tits look great, and it crisscrossed across my chest. Okay, so it was a top that crisscrossed and like went around my neck. And, um, you know, the first few days was pretty cloudy in Mexico. So I put on very little sunscreen and I was like walking around and just enjoying the breeze. And yeah, one of those days got me good. And I looked, (laughs) I wore a dress one night and I literally had like an X across my chest. Like everyone was like, you look like an X-Men character. I was like, I did hundred percent like beet red and bright white. Like it couldn't get any worse. I'm just going to say this. I really feel like those swimsuits are made for like nighttime pool parties and not daytime pool parties because I would I would never wear something like that in the daytime because 100 percent. It looks goodness. so good, though. I yeah, uh, yeah, it's super cute. I, I think you looked phenomenal, but I would never because I like being in the sun, but I also wear a lot of sunscreen. So but still, you're still going to get tan lines. Oh yeah. My, I spent the rest of my vacation laying out just to get rid of the suntan. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, well, I kind of want to explore. Fuck it. I'm going to lay out at the pool. Like, cause I need to get rid of this. (laughs) So did it go away or did it peel in an X? No, it went away and then it peeled. Oh oh, man. I peeled, I peeled for a week and a half straight after that. Oof. My, my legs. And it it didn't happen until like a week plus after. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, so let me just say this. Like I did not like I am really bad about taking time for myself and taking vacations. My therapist literally for the last year has been trying to convince me without telling me straight up to do it, but been, has been trying to convince me to take time for myself and take a break. And so I remember like talking to you about it, talking to my mom about it, talking like Robin and everyone saying like, <clears throat> I think I'm going to probably go to Mexico because I was talking to Chelsea and she loved it there. And my buddy who lives down there loves it there, too. And I was like, I think this is, this is, this is it. I'll do that. Right. I had major anxiety before I left. I actually almost canceled the trip like six times um, before I left. But the minute I got there, I was so happy. And the best part about it is I didn't think about work once until, well, until I got anxiety, which you guys will figure out why. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was such an amazing trip. And I kid you not, my skin was so clear. I lost so much weight on this trip. I was so happy and just free. I highly recommend it to anyone who needs a break. One thing I will say though, is I was talking to my mom about it. I took like a whole week, like seven days. My mom and I were discussing that there's like a five day limit. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like after, I kid you not, after five days, I was essentially ready to get out of there. Yeah. And my mom noticed that she goes, let me ask you how long you've been there. And the minute I said five days, she goes, you know what? That's the limit we realized throughout all the years of taking vacations that like make it five days or less. Right. Sometimes three is too short, right? Oh, for sure. So that's what I highly recommend. By the way, too, I was in Playa del Carmen and I stayed at a super nice Airbnb. Wow. Airbnb. Wow. Airbnb. <laughs> Why are words so hard for right now? Airbnb. Airbnb. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. I stayed in an Airbnb down there for $45 a night, y'all. Wow. And it was right in the heart of Playa del Carmen City, like the main strip. I could walk anywhere. I was right. I can walk, walk to the beach. I had a, a super nice infinity pool on top for $45 a day. That's amazing. I knew so, I should have. I knew I should have come with you. You should have. Oh my god! If you did. Okay, we're doing it again. Uh, we are going to do it again. Yeah. 
Let's go for so, my 31st birthday next year. Yeah. Oh my God. We have to. That would be the But best. just us because Walter can't go to Mexico because of no, his job. We, yeah, we won't. It'll just be us. Just girl things. We just need to do that. Yes. So I will say this too. One of the, when I first got there, so I went alone. Like I went completely alone. There was no one else with me. I didn't have any guy, guy meet me out there or anything like that. Like alone. The first night I sat there and ate dinner by myself, I had the whole conversation where like, I was, I was starting to throw a pity party inside my head. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I was like, man, I really wish I was here with someone. Cause I looked around and I was surrounded by all these couples. And I was like, man, I really wish that I had someone sitting across from me. And I then really start to like, kind of watch the couples and just, yeah, people watch. And I noticed so many of them like on their phones or they were fighting or it just seemed like they weren't happy. I don't know. And I looked and go, I've been there before. So right. many times I've been there before. Like I literally remember sitting across my ex um, at a table and wishing I was not there with him because I was miserable and just wishing right. I could be on my own or somewhere happy. And so I said, you know what, Tiffany, we're not going to do this shit. We're going to sit here and enjoy the time that you have to yourself because there has been multiple times in your life. So many times in your life that you wish you were single by yourself and just happy instead of in a relationship and miserable. So now we're going to appreciate this. And so I think that changed the whole dynamic of the trip. And I think that's why it was so great. I met a lot of really fucking cool people in Mexico too, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. We need to talk. We, I don't know. We'll talk about this in the next episode too. The oh. next episode, we're going to talk all about like date. Okay. So there was a few guys that popped into my life when I was in Mexico that we need to talk about. Yeah. One of them actually showed up at the resort that I was at. That's wild. I, I'm still in shock. Um, and then on top of that, there has been something going in the air late recently of me being propositioned to be um, the third wheel in the, in the couple's uh, relationship, sex life. So that's the thing we're going to talk about the next episode. Because <laughs> well. that happened in Mexico. But I will say is I met some who couples who were not trying to proposition that who just were really cool. So I think that was probably one of the best parts too, just meeting people as well right well i give the mad props because i can't even go to dinner by myself i love that i know you do and one day i'm gonna do it one day but probably not anytime soon because can i be honest yeah i think i'm starting to like it too much yeah and i don't want to become like hyper independent because i know when when hyper independence comes the whole, like, I don't need anyone. I don't want anyone. It's because of the fear of getting hurt again. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like there has to, like, I'm trying to stay aware that there has to be a happy medium. Hey, but that's a good thing that you even realize that, you know that, right? Like, yeah, no, I know. It's just, it's because I, the old Tiffany is a huge, I'm a huge avoidant attachment style. Like mm -hmm. I'm a huge avoidant. I push people away all the time. And then in this transition, I became a little bit anxious and I'm finding myself becoming avoidant again and I don't want to. I want to remain right. secure. So we'll see. But yeah, it's, it is a great feeling to go to dinner by yourself. I just don't want to start resenting going to dinner with other people because I am. Yeah, I literally think the only place I go by myself is the Asian buffet up the street from my house. Oh, yeah? Because there's, yeah, that's like, it's like Walmart in there. There's oh, all okay. kinds of people. So I feel like I could be comfortable eating there. So maybe, maybe my first time eating by myself ever in my life will be at Asian buffet. Do it. 
Do it. And I guarantee for a fact too, you're going to recognize, you're going to see so many things. You are so aware of just your surroundings. You're going to notice so much shit and it's going to be so entertaining for you. Yeah. Because I think that when we're with someone, we're just in our little bubbles. Right. You right. You don't recognize you could, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do that hundred percent. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out, but probably not. So yeah. I'm not going to get your hopes up that I'm going to take myself know, out to dinner. I know. I I will. I'm not holding my breath, but. Hey, you know, miracles happen. They do. Once in I'll a be, while. I'll be excited to get the text one day like, bitch, got to worry about by myself. <laughs> no, then I'll probably FaceTime you so that I'm not by myself. <laughs> and then I'm going to hang up on you and block you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's okay. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so I obviously moved to Nashville. So during this move, though, I kind of like um, watched a few Netflix series, by the way. Um, Tinder Swindler. Have you all seen this shit? I, I haven't seen it yet, but you've heard about it. Oh, yeah. Are you looking for a little midday pick-me-up? Well, Strikeforce Energy's got you covered. Go ahead and just take their 16-ounce packet of liquid energy, whatever flavor of your choosing, put it into your water, your Truly, your carbonate water, some wine. How about some vodka? How about we spice it up? And you get your full supply of caffeine, potassium, and your vitamin B. That's right. Go ahead and head over to strikeforceenergy.com and at checkout, use code BTE for 20% off your entire order. Give them a shot, guys. They support us and help keep us on air. So you supporting them keeps us going. You know what, you guys? That shit's crazy. How do you send like hundreds of thousands of dollars to a man that you've like barely met? Because like all of a sudden like he's in this like uh, cat mouse chase scenario with like people coming after him like literally hundreds of thousands of dollars at one point he asked this one woman to pawn her car off because she didn't have enough money <laughs> i could you not <laughs> i just think like would you okay let me ask you this tara would you after hanging out with a guy once i kid you not like him taking you on one date and like just after a few months. And of course it was like a whirlwind romance, right? Everything happened really quick. He's like saying he loves you and wants you to move in and all these things. Like of all of a sudden he was like, Oh my gosh, I need you to like send me like $20,000. Would you? Do I look dumb? I wouldn't even give my ex-husband $20,000. No, I wouldn't give we my were future married. husband $20,000. <laughs> I'd be like, sir. No, I'm, I'd be like, I'm poor. Bye. Like leave. You know, I no, Hell no. And that is like a small amount compared to like if all of a sudden they were like, hey, I want you to go ahead and um, call American Express and like open up all these credit cards on your account and then send them to me and all this. Would you? No. Even if his life was in danger. No. If he was like, I'm getting chased. I need this money and I'll pay you back. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would go look for him, but you know, have you seen that meme? <laughs> if your fiance goes missing and you like go home and wash your face first after like you've looked for him for a couple oh, hours, ask, that's yeah, me. Ask, that's me. I think the meme was asking if you would still do your skincare yeah. routine. Oh, absolutely. And, and honestly, I would too. Yeah. I can't be stressed out. Like, I mean, I can't be stressed out with makeup on. That's going to be more acne, you know? <laughs> I'm but just kidding. I, I would literally look but for your him forever. Missing. Yeah. But my skin but my skin guys but my skin 
I can't go on national television looking like a no looking like a heap of junk absolutely not man i really hope these people think know that i'm kidding because i would literally <laughs> look for him forever i would wear makeup for two days if that meant i, I could be find honest, him i would be looking for him but i will be having like i would probably have makeup wipes in my in my purse and wiping them off as i'm wiping off my no makeup as no, I no 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 you'll have micellar water and cotton pads in your purse we do not use I makeup would have, wipes i would have something i would literally probably use rain or my own piss at that point to get the makeup on right. my face yeah, Whatever. like just take a pit stop at the gas station bathroom, scrub it off. Literally, I would just to get it yeah. off. Like I can't. Yeah, but that, while I still look for him, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You might be in the gas station bathroom. You never know. Women are great at multitasking. It's no different now. So right. But yeah, so the Tinder swindler. Here's what I'm curious though. So for example, like none of these girls knew he was like this. Okay. Until like it happened. So let me just ask you like a hypothetical. Shoot. You're dating this. You're dating this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a ton of money and he's like taking you. Cause here, here's the thing. Like he only, he only swindled s- some ladies. He didn't swindle all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was dating this woman who was like a model. She was stunning and gorgeous. She had obviously no idea where he was getting this money because he lied about everything and said it was like from, it's like family and all those other things. So like, you know, like she stayed with him. Right. Mm-hmm. It, like ignorance is bliss in this situation for her. Right. If you had a guy who had a ton of money and was like taking you and traveling you all around the world, would you ask where it was from? Would nope. you even want to know? No, I would not. Would you? Un- Let me ask you this. Would you unknowingly stay with a guy who t- who like swindled money from people because you didn't know it? Like you know what I'm saying? Well, if I didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, I would. Because you're ignorant to it, right? Like, you just don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So if you were to find out that he did swindle money from people, like, you kind of, like, had a hunch, but you didn't know for a fact, would you still stay with him? I mean, I feel like at at the point I have a hunch, I already know. So, no. I'd be like, oh, you're about to be poor. Bye. Are you about to get caught? (laughs) Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You ain't dragging me down with you. I think not. Okay, so I'm curious because like there was this, there was another hypothetical question that was asked online and it kind of like hints around the whole ignorance is bliss thing. So let's ask mm-hmm. this. Okay, so this lady did a this or a that. Okay. And I'm really curious what you have to say about this. So she was saying, listen, you found literally the love of your life. It's like your ultimate soulmate. This is this person is everything you could ever want in another human being. They give you everything that you need as a, as a human that you desire, you are madly in love with them. The sex is incredible. You guys like never fight. Like it's, I mean, there's no such thing as perfect, but I mean, they are seriously your other half if that's such a Mm -hmm. thing. Right. And everything's really great. It couldn't be any better, but they are cheating on you the entire relationship, but you don't know this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So would you rather have that or would you rather have being with someone and it's good. It's not great. It's definitely not the best relationship you ever had, but it's, it's comfortable, right? Like it's, it suffices. Do you feel like you might be settling in some ways? Sure. But it, you know, you're kind of afraid to see, you know, you're afraid of seeing if you can get better. So you kind of stay in it. It's just, it, it works. But the thing is they never cheat on you. They're always loyal no matter what. Okay. So because 
Okay, so I do have a list of like things that are very important to me in a relationship. Yeah. And loyalty is in the top five. So I'm going to go with the second one. But you don't know that they're cheating on you, though. I don't, get, I don't give a shit. Because let me tell you something. I could pick that, but being a reasonable human being, like, you can only keep secrets for so long. Like, eventually it's going to get found out. And, it, and then all of that won't matter. Like, to me, like, that's the ultimate form of betrayal. And that would be a dead man. He'd be yeah, dead. Th- I mean, this person was saying that you would never find out. Essentially, but yeah, I that's, know what you mean. That's false, but okay. That's like, very I'm, true because believe me, yeah, exactly. From experience, exactly. You fucking find out no matter how great this person is. I mean, if they've been doing it their whole life, you still find out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I feel like that question's kind of illogical because you can only keep a lie up for so long. Yeah, but they're just saying like, let's just say this per this you you never do find out. You're you're ignorant to it. You don't you don't see the signs. Um. They hide it really well. Like, you just don't ever know. And, and they might not be doing it the whole time, but they cheat on you. They're not nope. loyal. You know Still I mean? the second one. Still the second one. Okay. I I wouldn't want to make a choice, to be honest. I didn't know that was an option. No, I know. No, no, it's not. But I'm just saying, like, I'd rather die alone. Like, I'd rather... And no, yeah. Actually, I gotta be honest. No fucking joke. If they were like, these are your two options or you can die right now, I'd probably be like, kill me now. <laughs> Well, but here's the thing, though, too. So I was reading something the other day that there's like, so you have this perfect relationship, right? Or like close to perfect or whatever. And and then say that cheating thing's a problem or like it's a thing. And I'm sorry, you're really just always going to find out. I, I do feel like there's multiple people on this earth that could be that person for you. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like that perfect, the connection and everything? Yeah, like all oh, of totally. that. But then they're loyal as hell. I agree. Like, I don't know. Just me being the logical overthinker that I am, I cannot really, I can answer that question, but only because I know that I would always find out or like that something would happen for it not to be like, quote unquote, perfect. Yeah, I guess. mm, Yeah. I've been cheating on before. It's like, obviously, but that's the problem. The people aren't logical. Like, that's why all these people get scammed out of money. That's why all the people that impersonate me and impersonate you that come to us and are like, you owe me all this money. I have a like a stalker, basically, that thinks I still owe him like 20 grand. And I'm like, sir, listen, if I got 20 grand from you, I would show you my foot or something like I don't know. But like, yeah. there's no logic, like, especially with the older crowd, there's no logic of giving money to people, giving oh, possessions, no. like who asked for iTunes gift cards? Let's be real. Like, let's bump it up to Amazon or Target or something like, come on. But that's, well, you know what? I, not only are they illogical, but it's, mm, I I'll think say some, it, they're dumb. Some people are so desperate to find someone Ugh. in their life. I kid you right. fucking not. Some people are so desperate to have someone and, and find this quote unquote love shit um, that they will literally fall in love with a stranger online through talking to them for like a couple weeks. Nope. Because like people say nice things. Like that's yeah. what's happening. I and mean, like, that's people- the thing. Like I wish nobody ever thought like that. No, I know. But I honestly think it, I do think it's because society, I see it all the time online, Tara. It's so sad, especially, yeah. oh my Lord, men, 
men need to stop projecting their fear and insecurities of being alone on women. I'm so sick of this I shit. <laughs> I see it all the time, especially on TikTok, because like there's a lot more people. Like, people are very vulnerable on TikTok, and I talk about mm-hmm. a lot of things that I think a lot of people on Instagram do not. So there'll be women like talking about things, and then men like there'll be like thousands of men's attacking them. Because like they took it personal for some reason, because right. most likely it it was about like it. She didn't mean for it to be about them, but it is. So yeah, they're, they're mad. It's hitting, it's hitting that it's uh, hitting a nerve. nerve. And all of a sudden, these guys come out of the woodwork being like, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. You're never going to have kids or amount to anything like you're going to be like with all your cats and no one's going to love you. And these women are like, OK, I'd rather be alone than be with a man like you. Like, hello. Yeah. And like, but here's what's funny is like women aren't like, for the most part, women are afraid of being alone. Traditionally, at the end of the day, they are the caretakers. They're the one taking care of everyone. They know Mm -hmm. how to take care of themselves. They know how to take care of people. Traditionally, I'm not saying always, but traditionally men do not. Sometimes when they are alone, like, you know, like they're so used to having someone taking care of them. And at the end of the day, they're wondering if they're, you know, when they no longer have assets or like money or like they're not working for anything if someone's going to be there to take care of them right and they're projecting that those fears on women and i think too society always makes it seem like if if you don't have someone in your life and if you're not dating someone or if you are single there's something wrong with you Mm -hmm. and there's not not at all not at all and honestly you don't realize this is a thing until you are single i swear because people no, think, I mean, I can attest to that. I really can. Like, yeah. two years ago, I was finding myself alone. And I was I like, know. well, obviously I'm alone because I have something to work on. Yeah, but then the thing is, too, is like, I, so I'll get messages all the time that's like, um, oh, my God, how is someone like you single? Oh, my God, this is so crazy. Like, if you're single, like, there's no hope for me. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being single. It's a choice right now, too. But then you get other people that are like, well, what's wrong with you? You obviously are fucked up if you're single. You know, like shit like that. Yeah. And it's just kind of (laughs) like, sir, I'm not the problem. (laughs) Why? But why is what is other people's obsession with my relationship status? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, why does it matter? Well, do you see what I'm saying? I don't know. People are weird. People are are so weird. Like I have ne- like I have never asked someone like why are you single? I never asked someone why are you married? Cuz it doesn't like uh, my thing is are you happy? Yeah. Because I want to be. How about that? Yeah. Mind your business. That's the problem. People are just so entitled to knowing your business and it's like shut up. I know. So here's the thing. It's like I know it's I know social media is a double-edged sword and I put my life out there. I but in all honesty, like let's be real. I put on social media, I maybe put like 2% of my life out there on the podcast. I actually put, you guys know quite a bit of my life because I feel like you guys are my friends though. And like, I don't mind that. And honestly, like everyone from the podcast is fucking awesome. It's just the strangers on the internet, on social media, right. That feel entitled. And I get it. Like you put some of your life out there. People do feel inclined to ask questions totally. But sometimes I'm kind of like, there's gotta be like a line of respect. Yeah. People don't know what respect is though. That's they're going to be like, something come on y'all right but anyway i yeah that's crazy but people are they're desperate and i and i think that's why they do stupid things out of desperation right and that's a pretty big stupid thing though because i know people that take out loans like they lose their houses like their families like come on man but that's what these women did with the tinder swindler they literally took out i know tara like one of them still i'm trying to think how long ago this happened but like one of the like two of the women are still in debt. 
still in debt. They're not like being forgiven or anything either for their stupidity. Someone's not looking at them and going, you know what? Oh, you got swindled. No, no problem. We'll forgive your debt. They're like, no, you're still paying. Right. Right. Because what do they think that guy's going to pay them back? No. Well, okay. Spoiler alert. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, go ahead. You don't want to hear the end? So obviously he gets arrested because the women all like come together and go after him. Right. The coolest part is because all the women like come together and like one of them writes an article and like they go after him. One lady who was trying to get swindled by him saw it and she was like, hey, so she would sell um, clothing, right? Like Mm -hmm. high end clothing online and like make money off of it. So she was like, hey, I want to help you get your money back. I'll give you money too. Um, Let me take all your clothing and I'll sell it for you and give it the money to you. And she because she had given him money actually already. And she took his clothes and left and just sold that shit and pieced out and, got, and, and did it to pay off her debt that she gave him. And he was freaking out and like threatening her and everything. He eventually got arrested. And then like, I'm pretty sure I, I'm just, I forget the exact time. Let's just say he had a year and a half in or a couple of years in jail that he had to serve. Mm-hmm. I think he was out within months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, That's it. Uh, wow. Crazy, right? That is crazy trash i know so and then people are of course were talking about like him doing his own show or something like that weird i don't know <laughs> netflix would be the one to pick that up netflix would by the way uh another netflix show that i just watched the um what do you call it when they have reunion like, the, yeah the reunion yesterday love is i did blind. too yep. love is blind season yep. two yep okay did you watch the first one i did okay so i really liked the first one yeah, I mean, I felt it was more genuine. That's my thing. I think that's why I really liked the first one. Second one was like a whole shit show. Well, the second one almost mirrored the first one in certain aspects. Like with uh, Shayna, like yeah, her just... The, the triangle. Being, yeah, the triangle. Um, but I was shocked at the end for the weddings. I oh, was shocked yeah. at a couple of them. I was like, what in the world? Um but man, that reunion. Whew. So, excuse me. Um, so the villain of, so if you guys haven't watched it, just be careful because we're probably going to spoil some things for you. But the villain of the season was Shake. That guy. That guy's terrible. You know what? That guy, I got to be honest. That guy is literally like so many guys I've met. Right. That guy right there, like so many people are so turned off by him and so disgusted. And I'm like that. But that's why women like d- don't be alone. Want to date. <laughs> this is why women want to be alone because the men like that because they're so it's so they're so plentiful. Mm-hmm. So the whole purpose be- behind Love is Blind is getting to know a person's heart and their soul and their personality and like really connecting on this much deeper level through that through like your life experiences and like I you know what in all honesty I would love to go on that show because I'm that's that's my primary love language you should season three Tiff let's go I would totally do that but I'm gonna be honest like I have been on dates before in the past okay well even my I guess even my ex-husband in a way like I did fall in love with his personality. Like it wasn't like when I saw him, there was, there was no attraction there. It was 
primarily the the way he could make me laugh. It was his confidence. It was uh, the fact that he actually did listen to me. Like he did change. Um, I feel like, or maybe he just put on a show in the beginning, but that's what I was initially attracted to. Right. Mm -hmm. I did spend a lot of time though, convincing myself later on, like convincing myself that he was attractive. Like I've had to convince myself that he was attractive. You had that to. Make sense? You had to have. And I, but here's the thing too. I've definitely gone on dates before like that as well. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that because I do think while I do not believe that attraction should be the number one factor, I do think in some sort of fashion, you have to find that person slightly attractive. Not a little, not like a lot, but just a tiny bit. Right. I so, I completely agree. I, I, I couldn't mean? do it for that reason. Because then it would be like a Shayna Kyle situation a little bit. Besides him not being religious, which I also, she's full of shit. She's, she should have never said yes to him. That was dumb. I know. I know. But I think it was for the sake of the show and like. You know, yeah. she just wanted to be, it was desperation, right? So then when she saw him, I knew immediately she was like, oh, gosh. Like, the thing is, that he, he wasn't that bad looking, I didn't think. I bleh. So here's my thing, is like, if I was to have, okay, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. None of those guys are, I mean, Kyle, Kyle was maybe the cutest, I think. I think to me, but I No, was I saying, thought Sal was the cutest. Sal wasn't that bad either. Yeah, Sal wasn't that. That here's the thing. Neither of them were like, mm. but right. if I had such a crazy deep connection with them, and then I saw them in person, I would be like, this could work still. Because right. while I'm not like, cr while they weren't crazy hot, they to me were ugly. Does that make right. sense? Right. Yeah. 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 Like you don't. Here's the thing. Is like there's. I understand the whole premise behind it, which is why I love it. But at the same time, like. Unfortunately, we are what we're attracted. We, we, what we like is what we're attracted to. I don't know. Like sometimes I think, do you think we can change what we're attracted to? Um, do you think we like what we like? Do you think that we can do what I mean? I, uh, yeah, I'm a little iffy on that just because I feel like us getting like older, like I know my taste is different than when I was in high school or in my like yeah. early 20s. Like it's different, but like also in my early 20s, I just like really tall, really muscular, manly men. Same. And that's what I've gone for ever since. Um, so it's changed from when I was younger, but like and maturing, I think I definitely go with the same kind of guy. So here's my struggle is when I was younger, that's all I cared about was the looks. Like I, I was very particular. Like the guy had to be over six foot. He had to be over 200 pounds. Like I want it. Uh, darker hair. I wanted lighter color eyes. I wanted the guy to have abs, like, and work out. Like, I don't know why I always found, like, abs attractive for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, you can look down them to other things. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> who wants to look like a hairy guy? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I, could you just imagine, like, licking it and it moves, like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, or getting, like, the stomach pubes in your, in your mouth? I don't, I don't know. That's never happened to me. Well, it's never happened to me before. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. I know. Cause you know, too. Um, so anyways, I know, but here, or even like, so like, you know, I didn't mind like super skinny guys. I didn't want either. Cause I'm like, I'm going to squash the motherfucker. You're like, I was so particular about looks. Right. Um, 
And it got to the point where I married my first husband based upon looks. And don't get me wrong, that motherfucker was sexy. Like I, mm, I, there was even time, I have pictures of him and I in the past. I was like, why did he even, why was he even interested in someone that looked like me at the time? Because I, like, I kind of like grew, I kind of like developed like I became better looking as I got older. Like I wasn't cute when I was younger. You like fine wine, honey. So, but he was, he was fine. My issue is, is that he was kind of a douche. Kind, kind of a douche. And you know, there was a lot of people that were like, I don't like this guy. And at the end of the day, I thought to myself, like after I left him, I was like, okay, Tiffany, something's got to change a little bit because you know, at the end of the day, everyone's gonna be wrinkly and fucking everything's going to go South. And you're going to be left with a personality. It's not really going to be about looks anymore. It's going to be about personality. Right. Do you want to be left with a wrinkly douchebag? No. You know what because, I mean? Because we did look into it and, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still married to that guy, I don't think you'd be very happy with I the know. looks department or the personality department. But that's like a prime example. Like yeah. beauty fades. It really does. Exactly. So I was... So for me, instead of going happy medium, I went complete opposite end of the spectrum where I was like, you know what? We're going to kind of just ignore looks and we're going to go completely for personality and humor and all those things. I feel like I'm now trying to find that balance. Right. Like, I kid you not, I'm still, um, I've still accepted dates with ugly guys. And to me, the, I consider them not cute. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, will you even look sometimes? I, there has been multiple times I've had to convince myself that this guy was attractive. Yeah. And you would try to tell me he was attractive. And I know. I was like, um, no. Now, granted, but that's just beauty, our opinion. It's our correct. Opinion. It's an opinion. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Number one. Number two. I'm not. If you you have a very different aesthetic than I do. Like you like certain things in guys that I don't and vice versa. So I'm right. not going to always expect my friends to be yes or no. But at the same time, I do expect my friends to be honest with me. If they're like, yeah, girl, like really what you thinking? Yeah. And now here's the thing. I get it. So I think that's why I would love the show, but there would be that internal fear. Just a tiny bit, just a tiny little inkling. Cause if I end up someone, if I end up with someone who looked like Shane and by the way, Shane's not really that unattractive. He just looks like he, um, he looks like he looks he like lo he enjoys recreational drug. He looks like he often. the younger c coked out version of Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I can agree with that. You know, he's so he's not bad looking, but he also looks like he constantly is having something shoved up his ass. Like it just in surprise, <laughs> like. Ugh, ugh. Oh, and I, man. you know, there's a little bit of fear of that. I yeah, somewhat, I don't blame you, but like. You know what, Tiff? YOLO. If you can get on that show, I'll be rooting you on the entire way. Oh, I probably wouldn't. Really, yeah. I'm going to submit but that, you. But that show is nuts, though. And one thing that made me really happy is, uh, what's her name? Deep Sea or whatever her name is? Yeah, Deep. Oh, I love her so much. So they were the Indian couple, Shake and Deep Sea. And of course, the Shake became the villain. And, and, and here's the thing. like Shake only dated white girls. And Deep only dated white dudes. And they knew they were both kind of Indian, but Shake came in very much like only caring about physical appearance. Like he was asking women if they like worked out, if he could lift them up, like all these, like all these things. You could tell he was there for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Apparently he ended up falling in love with her. And I can see why, because she has an amazing heart and soul and personality. 
And here's, she's beautiful. That's here's the, the thing. Th- that's the thing, though. She is fucking stunning. And this guy is like a toad. Yeah. So, of course, when he first met her, he's like, oh, my God, you're stunning. You're beautiful. You're whatever. I honestly think that he was just trying to like he I think fear got the best of him, to be honest. Agreed. I think he's so used to like service level bullshit, uh, like unemotional relationships that he just decided to sabotage it and find like one thing that like and he just decided to tear her down about her looks and say that he was like it was like her his sister or his aunt or something when reality yeah, it was his aunt yeah he shouldn't have like i think in reality it was just one way of him trying to guard his heart and just ruining something probably the best thing for him right um but being a dick about it because they're yeah he was horrible he was I know. horrible yeah so and by the way too like no girl there if they would have seen him would have ever dated him exactly exactly like how are you gonna talk about working out but you literally look like a toad like i don't understand it's just a little yeah so but that show that show to me like does give me hope that there are like people out there who care about personalities and for sure you know those things and it's not always about looks and i don't know I think right now I try to look for the good and everything because I just see so much shit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I'm curious if you guys have seen that. What do you guys think of the show? Maybe I will. Maybe I will try to submit a little. I think you should. I think they Maybe. would love having you on. Maybe I should look into it. Do I it. Could, do it. I okay. We're going to put a poll. We're going to put a poll up on Instagram and I bet everyone's going to say yes. If, if Tiffany should do love is blind. Yeah. If you guys don't, then don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it okay. happen. Okay, okay, we'll do that. So, we have uh we have a listener who wrote in for some advice. And by the way, um we both been busy. I've been trying to check the DMs as much as I can. We love when you guys reach out to us. By the way, so much positive feedback on the last episode with Nicole. We love hearing from you all so much. And um and by the way, too, like we have gotten some of the best like compliments in our DMs of like the podcast has really been helping people. They feel less alone. They've been loving the episodes. Seriously, if you guys could do like the quickest, easiest favor and just write that in review on iTunes, please. That would do us a world of favor. Um, if anything, it like helps get our podcast seen more. And by the way, too, um, like sponsors look at that. And, you know, that's how people are able to like stick around. The podcasts are able to stay around. So... Uh, any help would be appreciated from you all. But um, so we have a listener here and she was like, hey, ladies, absolutely loving the podcast. So I've been in a relationship for almost seven years. I've been engaged Shoot. for the past two shows. I'm turning 30 this year and I feel like I have had this emotional awakening. And I have realized that there's a lot of things I don't think I can live with for forever. Can you give any advice or talk at all about leaving relationships that aren't necessarily toxic, but just like outgrown? She goes, I really get so overwhelmed because it's not toxic, which I know sounds crazy. She goes, I am just afraid of leaving it and not being able to find something that is everything that I know I want and deserve. So it was maybe like realizing down the road, like, you know, it wasn't really that bad of a thing anyway. She goes, we have a place together and it's terrifying thinking of having to start all over. He really does treat me well and I love him, but there are still a lot of things that 
would be my now realized non-negotiables. So many things have like just hit home with this, including toxic in-laws, turning 30, realizing I'm looking for something uh, to make it easier to live, living together before and after marriage, et cetera. Need some help. Mm. What you think? Oof. Well, I mean, at this point, I feel like if you're, I mean, it's normal to have doubts in a relationship. That's how mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, sometimes Walter does things that I'm just like, oh, why are you like that? Like, for example, he has selfish tendencies with certain things. And I don't usually I feel like I would see that as like a red flag or like a non-negotiable. Um, but the way he treats me and the way he really does put me first, maybe it's just not in the way that I'm used to, but that's the way he does it is kind of like, a, eh. I mean, I feel like there's always going to be doubt. However, yeah. as both of us being divorced mm. and both of us basically settled yes. for, I think both, I got married really fast. Um, I do, I did really love my ex-husband. Like he was great and really never did anything wrong, but he was gone a lot. And at the time I was too young to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So I left and your situations, <laughs> we, mm -hmm. we all know those, but I think that if you're having your non-negotiables come up, if you've spoken to him and they are not changing, then girl, get the hell out of there. Go leave. It doesn't matter how long you've been together. You need to leave, live your life, and you will find that person. Just like I've told Tiff like a million times, just because it may not happen right away or in your timeline doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's just the simple fact of you realizing what you deserve and then going after what you deserve. Because if you settle, I can promise you, like, things will not get better unless they're resolved. And you're going to be unhappy in the long run. And you're going to be like, wow, I really did not waste my entire life with this person. But there could have been somebody better for me out there. I was just too nervous or I was too scared that I was going to be alone to see it. There is this uh, Netflix special called um jigsaw by daniel sloth it's like s-l-o-t-h-s -S, i believe is his last name mm -hmm. and if you watch like the last 35 32 minutes of it he literally talks about this really and i would highly recommend this he literally says at one point he goes we waste so much time with people that we know we shouldn't because of so many factors right and when you look at this that she spelled out to us they've been together for a really long time seven years that's a really long time. Believe me. I know. And you were about to turn 30, which is another factor because mm -hmm. you're feeling like you're getting to that point where you don't like you're like, I'm, am I really about to start over at 30? Like, believe me, I get it. Um, And like you guys already live together and like there's all these things that would have to change. But his biggest question was. OK, yeah, so you're afraid to leave or whatever, but would you rather sit there and say like. I, you know. You, you can sit there and say that you wasted seven years with this person and but start over right now and find yourself happy or down the line you can sit there and go I wasted 12 13 years with this person and then there's even twice the amount of time right you know I mean when, right. when you knew beforehand of what you should have done now here's the thing we're not going to sit here and convince you of anything but I guess with both of us there has been there is this fear of settling and I think we so many times get suckered into staying into things because of 
the amount of time we've spent with this person because mm-hmm. of our age and exactly. society, what society pushes at us. Like, cause we have to have certain things done by a certain age. Um, you know, like, oh, you know, Oh, we've already met his family. Like we already told people we're, we've been together for so long. Like, um, we already have a place together. It would just be so much easier. Like, yes, of course it's easier to stay together. But is that truly what you want at the end of the day? Are you really going to be happy with this person? Um, I think just like Tara talked about before is like, is it just like a few little things that like you guys have to work on as a couple, you know, or are these like, just like you talked about, like really big things that are non-negotiables. Like you, you realize you've really just drifted apart as people, which by the way happens. It happens all the time, all the time. And, and here's the thing too, like people look down upon divorce all the time for like this thing, like you guys are going to make it work together. I have watched countless couples and my friends, parents and everyone else stay together and be so damn miserable because they were like, we're told to like work it out and work it through. And then eventually when they got like divorced and like left, they were the happiest and they actually found someone because guess what? People do change and they drift apart and we outgrow each other. You know, like it does happen. Does it mean? And it's okay. It's it's okay. okay. There's a huge difference to me besides like cheating and like giving up and saying like fuck this shit and just wanting to go out and be selfish and do your own thing then then actually like doing everything in your power to make a relationship work and go you know what i think we just kind of like outgrown each other like we're two completely different people and we no longer on the same page and we want different things and i love this person i want them to be truly happy and i think they might be happy with someone else yeah i mean it might even just be a conversation you two need to have ask you know ask him if he's truly happy and be like because this is how I feel like that conversation is going to be so damn hard, but it sounds like it's something that needs to be had because you never know. It may be mutual. It may be him not realizing it. Like who knows? Who knows? We don't know the whole story. Um, we got that little snippet, but I mean, you want to work hard to maintain what you have, mm-hmm. but why exhaust your energy and your life? Trying to make something work that's never going to work. I know. Yeah. My thing. So I I don't know if I told this before, but my sister, um, she was in a relationship with this guy for eight years. And she knew she should have left at year five. Yeah. Because neither of them were on like. They, I mean, like my dad to this day will still be like, I gave that guy my blessing. Like immediately he was the best thing for you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like my dad will like make my sister feel bad for not marrying him. Like that guy took you around the world. He treated you so well. The thing is, though, she would have been settling. Neither of them would have been happy. Right. Because she didn't want to get married and she didn't want to have kids. And he wanted to get married and he wanted to have kids. Those are some, those are some non-negotiables. Those are huge. Yeah. Those are big. And they literally kept staying together, prolonging the inevitable because they were safe. Like it was safe. It was comfortable, but yeah, it still felt kind of like wrong to her. Right. But it was, it was safe because she was like nearing her later twenties and she didn't want to start over again. And she didn't know what to do. The minute she left, she got offered a job in Florida and she was able to spread her wings and fly. And she found herself in really great relationships and extremely happy and living her life. And like, they still have a great relationship together. They just Mm -hmm. weren't good together. Right. And that's totally fine. Right. Um, I'll be honest. I stayed in my marriage longer than I should have out of fear. Definitely. hundred percent. Um, 
even at the end, he would tell me that um, I'm old and no one's going to want me and that uh, I'm not going to find anyone <laughs> better than You're him. right. Better Stop than Stop projecting him. your own insecurities. Yeah. Um, and there was that fear of starting over and being in almost my mid-30s. And th- there was a lot of fear. Right. But I knew at the end of the day that... Um, I had to believe that I would be happier and I really did think I would be. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to cry. I have been the happiest I've been in over a decade, y'all. And that ain't some bullshit. Like I have not, I have grown uh, a lot from my mistakes and I've not, haven't been at, at this much peace in my life in a really long time. And so like, I want that for everyone. And just like Tara said, have a talk, talk to him about it. I really would do some soul searching in your heart and ask yourself why you want to stay. Like do a pros and cons list, man. Those help so much. Telling you I did one and that cons list, I can still scroll through it for days, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ask yourself that. Um, It's going to be hard. No one said this shit's easy. This is fucking hard, girl. Believe me. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you know exactly what you need and what you want. And I think having these conversations with yourself and with him will will uh, show you that. Definitely. Definitely, girlfriend. So let us know if you need anything else. We're here. Mm-hmm. 100%. We got you. Yeah. Even if you just need a vent or something or just talk about it. So we got you. Woo. I feel this in my soul. It, this is hard. It's hard, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Very. Very. So, but yeah, if you guys have any... Um, Listen, it's funny. I think it's funny when people want to ask me advice because mainly because I'm like, yeah, I'm a huge fuck up. Like, I'll tell you how (laughs) I will. Girl, you and me both. I will tell you how not to do things. How about that one? Um, But I think that's all we can do for each other, though, is like we that's why I think I love talking about problems and issues, because if we can learn from each other, then why the hell not? Exactly. That's why we talk a a lot about that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, y'all, well, we have, um, obviously a lot of of information for this next, uh, episode. So stay tuned for that one. (laughs) Got some juicy little stories, but until next time, we will see you guys later. Toodaloo.